Change Agents. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with me, your host, Tracy B. Allen, impact strategist and owner of TVA Consulting. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering nonprofit leaders, social entrepreneurs, and small business owners with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to build and grow a profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructure so that they can create impact in their communities. Hey everyone, good morning, how are you? So the question, the million dollar question literally is where is the money? Everyone wants to know where is the money? I get questions every day. Have you gotten your $10,000? Have you gotten your $10,000? I haven't gotten my $10,000. Everyone is asking where is this EIDL $10,000 advancement? Remember, under the EIDL, you have the option of getting $10,000 in the form of a grant because it's a forgivable um, given to you prior to getting you know, any portion of the loan. And if you did get the loan, the first $10,000 would be forgiven. But I know hundreds of, and thousands of, of, um, of entrepreneurs and they all apply for it and no money has hit their account yet. So good morning. Welcome to Morning Tea. My name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting, where we help nonprofit organizations and businesses develop the systems and processes needed to build and grow profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructures so that they can create impact within their communities. So today we're talking about the $10,000 EIDL loan and where is it? When are you going to get it? What is going on? Because everybody wants to know. Well, you know, like everything else in this world, everything is interp- is left up to interpretation. What you think that you're reading versus what's on the paper. And basically, that's what we have going on is that the SBA administrator has a different interpretation to the documents sent down by Congress for um, all of the emergency assistance that is supposed to happen because of COVID-19. So because of her own, own interpretation, uh, there's a holdup. So let me give you a little in- insight as to what she thinks um, the law, what the law says and her interpretation of it. And let me just make a disclaimer. I am talking about, from my point of view, what I have read I'm not representing any of the organizations that I'm affiliated with. This is my opinion. This is what I have researched. This is what I I know to be fact based on what I have read. I have taken the time to read all the documents and listen to all the um, information and the news and whatever. And this is my own interpretation. I'm not representing anybody. Anyway, my rant is over. So based on the statute in um, by Congress, and this is it right here. Let me share my screen and I'm going to drop the links, of course, down below um, when this is all over. But for now, let me show you Chrome tabs. Um, is this it? I think so. Yes. So this is a document that I'll be referring to. And like I said, um, I will definitely 
drop the link below. Okay, so on page 66, section 1110, entitled Emergency EIDL, and I'm going to stop sharing so that you can actually see me, um, but I just wanted to show you what the document looked like. Um, so in so in section, sorry, page 66, section 1110, one zero entitled emergency EIDL grants. Um, this section tells you about the eligibility. Who's eligible for this EIDL grant? The which is the EIDL ten um, advance emergency advance ten thousand dollars, right? Which is what most people are waiting for because it was told to to everyone that you would get it within three days. It would be deposited into your account within three days. You had to put in your banking information and it's from, for some people, it's been two weeks and they haven't gotten anything. They haven't heard anything. There's no, been no confirmation. Nothing has happened. So, and I'm not reading that this directly. I just took some notes that I'm putting down that I have here on paper that I'm going to read to you. So, like I said, page 66, section 1110, um, entitled Emergency EIDL Grant. That was That's what it says. Um, tells you who's eligible. So it tells you um, someone who has less than 500 employees. And, you know, if you're independent contractor, self-employed, all of that stuff is there. Okay. On page 66 of that same um, statute that I'm, I'm reading from or that I took notes from, Section E, Emergency Grant. It says an eligible uh, um, entity, uh, after an eligible entity applies for the loan, SBA, under SBA subsection um, 7B2, in response to COVID-19, may request that the administrator provides an advance that is subject to paragraph three. In the amount requested, in the amount requested by the applicant within three days after the administrator receives the application. So it says it in that statute that you are going to apply for the amount that um, you want, which is the $10,000 advance. And within three days, you're supposed to get the money deposited into your account because this is a stimulus relief package so that we don't go fall into a depression. This is basically what it's for. but we're out here, like, remember that um, Burger King commercial back in the day where it asked, where's the beef? Everybody's out here asking, where's the money? <laughs> you know, where is this $10,000? Because nobody has seen this $10,000 grant advancement. Well, based on that statute, the SB administrator has taken that to, to say that, yes, you can request the money. They're taking all applications, but they don't necessarily have to give you the money. And that is why you have not received your $10,000. And to take it one step further, my neighbor, Massachusetts, because I live in Connecticut, is interpreting that same statute even more differently. They're willing to give $1,000 per employee. So instead of just giving you that $10,000 up front, they're like, okay, we'll give you $10,000. I mean, sorry, $1,000 per employee. So if you only have two employees, you're only going to get $2,000 versus the $10,000 that is specified in this statute from the federal government. So the problem is interpretation of the statute, the problems interpretation of what people are reading and how they're deciding to move forward with what they have read. So that is why 
in a nutshell, you haven't received your $10,000. And so what can you do about it? Really and truly, instead of, I mean, there's nothing really you can do about it until it's sorted through with the SBA administration. Because remember, this amount is not coming from a bank. It's coming directly from the federal government through the SBA. So until they can get that straightened out with them, it's going to be an issue. So I want to show you a letter that some senators, four senators signed the letter and wrote to the SBA administrator because, of course, people are complaining. People are asking, hey, what is going on? And, you know, this is an election year as well. So let me show you the letter. Um, Chrome tab. Where are you? Uh, Right here, I think. Yes, it's right here. what type of view do I have on this? Okay, great. Um, so in this letter, so in this letter, the um, some U.S. senators signed. I'll show you who signed it: Charles Schumer, Christopher Coons, um, Ben Cardin, and Bernie Sanders. So they're asking the SBA um, administrator in this letter. Um, what is basically what's going on? Why haven't the people gotten the monies that they have applied for? They're asking her to um, take another look at the um, the law and to make sure that she's disseminating the funds as needed to the populace so that, you know, basically small businesses are not suffering and that people are able to continue with some type of normalcy of life so that they're able to pay their bills and, you know, recover after all of this is done. So this was sent out to her on April 2nd. Today's April 8th. Um, So we can only hope and pray that um, the interpretation is revamped within the SBA's um, system and that they start going to, they start releasing those checks. Um, I do understand that this is, all of this is unprecedented and I'm not in any way blaming anybody or any entity, um, but things need to be made clear because then it creates even more chaos. And when you have an emergency system and something needs to be rolled out, I do know that there are going to be glitches. They're going, things are not just not going to work the way they're supposed to initially, but it's been two weeks. Let's be real. It's, it's been two weeks and nothing has happened. And people are wanting to know, well, what's going on? You know, when you promise people something, and especially when they're going through this turbulent, turbulent time, they want to make sure that they're going to get what they're, they're asking for. Um, And here too, it makes it very clear in this area right here, it says nonprofit eligibility, because a lot of nonprofits were very concerned about whether or not they were going to be able to apply for the PPP because they were going to their banks and their banks were denying them. Makes it very clear here also that nonprofits are um, a part of this whole deal. Normally, SBA does not deal with nonprofit organizations, but because of this COVID-19 crisis, nonprofit organizations are eligible. So um, what else do I have as an update? Um, On the 10th, independent contractors, those are people who get 1099s. You can go ahead and apply for your PPP. There are three banks that have already basically um, stopped taking applications because they've meet their debt their debt limit, which is um, 
Wells Fargo, Chase Manhattan, and Bank of America. I think Chase is still taking a few applications, but they're basically they're basically met their threshold. Um, I know that Congress um, they're trying to get more money because the amount that they initially put forward for this whole um, stimulus package is almost finished. So remember, this is on a first come first serve basis. So if you do need the money in order for your business to survive, I'm going to suggest that you take action immediately. If you're having problems um, finding a bank, I do have an affiliation with a with an organization called NAV. So you can fill out the application through that through them, and they will um, match you with a bank that is able to give you that payroll um, protection uh, monies. I will also drop that link in the description below. So it's a one-stop. You don't have to keep going from bank to bank, especially if your bank is not participating in the payroll um, paycheck. I keep calling it payroll. The paycheck protection program, um, you can fill out the application to them and they will match you with a bank that will give you that um, payroll protection monies. So that's it for today. Today's very short. Um, there's some other updates because I want to talk about unemployment and um, the sick leave um, taxes, but um, I will talk about that maybe later today or tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. So, all right. So that's basically it for today. And I hope that you guys have a really good day. My chai tea and I are going to go sit on the couch and watch some CNN and keep up on the news and read some more documents so that I can stay abreast, so that I can make sure I'm bringing you the accurate information, at least as I'm putting it out, because things are changing so quickly that I could say something now and two hours later, it's something different. So um, have a really great day. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you tomorrow morning for morning tea. Again, if you want to ask me any questions, drop them below or you can visit my website at tvacon.com, tvacon.com. Again, that's tvacon.com. My name is Tracy V. Allen. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye. Okay, change agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there is someone in your community that needs the products and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to get it right. Have a great day.